In searching for our life's purpose, we turn to relationships, drugs, shopping, religion, and more, often not realizing that we have the answers right in front of us. Welcome to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. In this program, we'll show you how to understand that we are that energy. And once we understand that, a life of limitless possibilities awaits us. Now, here is your host, Alma Phillips. Good morning, everyone. Well, it might not be morning when you're listening to this, but it's another great day to have a great conversation about who we are and what we're doing here on the earth. My name is Alma Phillips, and I've been a spirit inhabiting this present body for uh, approximately 60 years. And I spent most of that time trying to figure out what are we doing here, what makes sense to me. Someone give me the, the instruction manual for life on earth. And I've put some stuff together through trial and error mostly read a lot of books, I've taken a lot of classes, I've experienced a lot of things. And I've found that it's the experience, really, that helps us, that is the thing that we can, quote, learn from. I can tell you all kinds of stuff, but until you have that experience, it probably doesn't mean a whole lot to you. So, Every day on this show, I start out with a story. The story I'm going to tell you this week is kind of my life story or a shortened version of it of the last few years. I have been struggling with how how to live life and, and what's right and what's wrong. I was raised in a quite a religious household. There was a lot of limitations in this uh, existence. I was told there was no such thing as angels. There was no such thing as miracles. That if I would just be good and have blind faith, that everything would work out all right. And as a teenager, a young teenager, I'm talking 9, 10, 12 years old, 13 years old, I knew that this didn't make any sense for me. It didn't make any sense for me. Number one, I was not the sit down, be quiet kind of kid. I was, I wanted to understand and I asked a lot of questions and I, I rebelled or not necessarily even rebelled, but tried to prove everything for myself. If you say this is true, I, I, I need to, I, I need to see if this is actually true. And I became quite depressed because I couldn't reconcile my faith and reason What they were telling me didn't feel right to me. And when I tried to communicate with other people, I didn't seem to get very far. No matter who I went to, whether it was my parents, my teachers, the preachers, I seemed to get the same answer. Just be good. Just sit down. Be quiet. Be good. It'll all work out. Well, I thought that the odds were insurmountable. And as a result, I thought maybe we should just cash in our chips now and beat the odds. If I'm going to go to heaven or hell in 80 years based on my life path, on what I chose to do in my life, then let's just do it now and let the chips fall where they may. It took about 20 years from then until a counselor said to me, 
there's a lot of living between then and now and then. And that being in my physical body, I started to understand through spiritual programs and learning to communicate with my guides, my spirit guides, that I was of more value and I could learn more. I could learn more by being in a physical body on this earth. That if I were to leave my body, basically I was going to miss out on this experience. And so now I I stick around by choice. It's a conscious choice. And in fact, what I'm going to tell you is I found out probably in about the year 2000 that around my birthday every year, I would have a profound experience that would affect my life. A lot of times this came through in a meditation. I would have a very clear experience in a meditation sort of a dreamlike state where I would see and hear many things and would be shown shown things for my understanding. So in 2010, following my birthday in late October, I went into a meditation a week or so later. I meditated every day, and uh, but this one day I went into meditation and my angel said to me, you've completed your life task. I was stunned. I was stunned. And I said, uh, what, 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 what was it? <laughs> if I've completed it, I, 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 I've never even known what my purpose was. I felt like I've been blundering around like an idiot trying to find my life purpose. I've been seeking for it everywhere. And now you're telling me I completed it and I still don't have a clue. So they gave me a time period. Um, Well, actually, they gave me an option. They said, you can either stay in your body and get a new life, or you can leave your body and come back to Earth and get a new body. But either way, I had to have a new life. I was, again, just stymied as to, oh, my God, well, how do you do that? I often have a lot of arguments and conversations with my guides. I don't always agree with what they tell me, or I'm always, uh, let's say, I always want a little proof. I always want understanding. Part of the reason I want understanding is that I'm a clairaudient. We're going to talk about ESP today. I'm a clairaudient. What does that mean? It means I need the facts and I need to understand I hear things. I hear things that other people don't hear, and I have a strong sense of discernment. We all have this. Our discerning part is our intuitive part, our clairaudient part. I'm going to use the term intuition today, and I'm actually going to be referring to that as the clairaudient part. It's sort of a mix-up of terminology Uh, It's what's common to me, I would say, versus what the general public is saying. So when you hear those two things, uh, don't get confused. Understand that my premise today is that my intuition and my clear audience are the same thing. And I'm going to tell you about your other sensitivities 
clairvoyance, your prophetic part, your empathetic part. And I might use some different terms. Don't let that don't let your intellect get wound up in the terminology. In fact, that's one of the issues that we have is that we think that words are real, but they aren't. Words are symbols. Words are symbols of ideas that we're trying to convey. And it can be frustrating. It can be frustrating communicating with other people through words. If I say the word chair to you, you're going to get probably a picture somewhere in your mind or an inner knowing or a feeling. But you're going to conjure up from your memory what a chair is or to chair a board, to sit in a position. We don't even know when we hear the word chair what what form of the word we're using, whether it's a verb or a noun. And we can conjure up pictures of chairs. And it's through the defining or the detailing of that that we would show you what that chair is. So an example of how this kind of works is if I said to you, go get a chair, and all the chairs were of a form that you had never seen before, you might have a hard time finding them. So this goes on all the time. This goes on all the time that we have to discern to what we are referring. We kind of need to get some facts and understand. There's a I'm going to say this, that my physical body has senses. I see, I hear, I taste, I smell, I touch. Those are great. But when my physical body falls away and my spirit is left without an anchor on the earth, an anchor on the earth, I still have the ability on some level to see, hear, know, and feel. Those I would attribute to my energy body, my soul, my spirit, my light being, whatever you would like to label that. Those sensitivities of the spiritual vibration or energetic body are operating all the time. That's what we're referring to when we say we have extrasensory perception, or ESP. Sixth sense. We're all using it. We're all operating with it. And unless you Google it sometimes in your life, very few people are really explaining it to you or acknowledging it. (coughs) Pardon me. In your life, you may have been very aware of this, and as a child, you may have seen, say, a deceased grandparent. And it was very clear to you that this person was in the room. But when you would say to your mother, Grandma says that this would be a good idea, your mother might respond, Grandma's dead, and don't go there with me. Or that imaginary friend that you've been 
hanging out with for the past five years can't go to school with you. So we come into this earth well aware of all the things that we cannot, quote, visibly see in the human, with the human eyes. And they're there and they're very real to us. And depending on our life path and our experiences, whether we keep that sensitivity aware and awake and operating or if we shut it down on some level, start to close it out ignore it, let go of it, and start living outside of ourselves. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about some of these sensitivities, how they work, how you can recognize them, and how you can practice getting back in touch with them. I look forward to this subject. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take a giant step forward today to a life of tranquility and inner peace. Raise your confidence. Lower your stress. Live a life of tranquility through direct communication with divine beings. Tired of going it alone? Your angels, helpers, or spirit guides are waiting for you to ask for their help. Why struggle when it's so easy to communicate with angels? Experience a clear two-way communication with your spiritual helpers today. Visit CenterForTranquility.com. New Spiritual Horizons Online is an effective personal development program. A New Spiritual Horizons Online subscription is about discovering and refining your inner loyalty. By working with this program, you are making a personal investment to discover your true essence. Imagine the possibilities of having a spiritual lesson plan delivered to you each week in this program. Let this be the year you master energy. Just $85 for a one-year membership. Visit CenterForTranquility.com. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Hi again. We're talking about ESP, our extrasensory perception. These are referred to in the Bible as, I believe, the gifts of the Spirit. Um, I was talking a little bit about our clairaudient part and that we all have this. We have all of this sensitivity. And depending on the order or our strengths, let's say that, our strengths, we might have one more so than another. We have four basic types. Those types are clairvoyance, clairaudience, prophecy, and empathy are the terms I'm going to try to stick with through this. We, we use a lot of different terms for some of this different stuff, but I'm going to talk about clairaudience a little bit. The clairaudient mind actually hears things that other people don't hear. I'm strong in this sensitivity, and I can tell you that I would notice it as a teenager or a young person that I could be in a room full of people. In fact, like say at the age of 22, if I went out to a club or a bar, I could be standing on one side of a large club or bar, see two people standing clear across the dance floor having a conversation, and I would know I could on some level hear what they were talking about. I became aware of this and thought it was a bizarre idea. That that was just crazy to think I could understand those people. So what I would do is I would walk across the room through the crowd, get up close to the people, and eavesdrop and found out that I was absolutely correct. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what to do with it. And even wondered if maybe I was a little crazy. Later on, I took a, what they call a profile from the, at that time, Americana Leadership College or Wayshores College now, and they told me that I was a clairaudient. They used the term intuitive. And what I learned was that everyone that was strong or had that sensitivity well-developed in them had certain things in common that generally we had kind of a quick creative mind. That we came, we learned stuff or picked up stuff really fast. We made decisions quickly. And that we could hear stuff that other people couldn't hear. I can hear sometimes water running in a room on the other side of a house. I can know that there's water running. We need to do something about that. It doesn't seem right. And I can go and investigate. Other people won't hear it. So I have this excessively keen sense of hearing, even in the physical body, that I pick up stuff that others just don't hear. I also found out that routine or details could sometimes bore me and frustrate me that I was much more of a big picture person. I could understand how a big system could work, but I might not be able to actually operate the details of it. I've worked best in action. <clears throat> I can process a lot better when I'm moving around or doing something. I find that if I want to get clarity on something, I will contemplate it while doing housework, gardening, painting, B 
being occupied and allowing my energy to flow through my body at the same time that I'm processing my thoughts will assist and aid me. A moving meditation, if you would. I also found out that people, strong and clear audience, have a tendency to say out loud what comes into their mind. And so I found out I had in common a lot with other people that had the same sensitivity. And that was a real eye-opener. I used to think that there was something wrong with me because I couldn't sit down and be quiet the way that my sister and brother could or a whole lot of people on the earth seemed to be able to do to follow the rules. I always seemed to be getting in trouble or opening my mouth at a least appropriate time. And I found out that clear audience verbally need to hear. We need to hear to process. And so as a result, our mouth will come open and we will say what we're thinking. Now, interestingly enough, I have found also and have seen this through a lot of experience with other people and regrouping with other people that having this in common, I will actually communicate more easily and understand more easily people that have the same highly developed sensitivity of clear audience. Now we have these other sensitivities. We'll say, well, let's talk about prophecy a little bit. Prophecy is a prophetic person. Edgar Casey was a famous one. Prophetic people have a strong sense of the big picture too. They can scan the whole cosmos looking for information. They're aware of all the possibilities in that sensitivity. Now we all have it. We all have premonitions, deja vus. You've experienced it in some way. I just know. The phone rings and I know who is on that phone. really wonderful thing about strong prophetic people is that they can really see the true you, the authentic you. They see your potential. They see you in your best light. And they can see what might be a good path for you. Or if you were to unfold yourself, what a phenomenal, powerful spirit you could be. Now, we all have this. We just have it in different amounts, or we may have crippled one of our sensitivities in some way. How these can get crippled, an example might be if I was living in a family where everyone was strong and clairvoyance, which is a visionary part, and I was a prophetically strong person, I might start to adapt to those clairvoyant people and try to get along in their arena for the purposes of communication. And I might start to disregard my own inner knowing. That's a prophetic part, that strong inner knowing. Especially if people keep discouraging you in some way, telling you there's no way you could know that. There's no way that you at the age of five could know this fact. But you do. And if they can't understand it, they 
probably can't help you to understand it. Learning to communicate with other people and to be an effective communicator can be strongly enhanced by understanding your spiritual energetic communication system. It builds your inner your inner confidence. You start to trust yourself on an authentic true level of who you are, of the connected connected to the all part of you, that spirit part of you, who is the real you. And quit living out here in this physical body, which is, I'm going to say, symbolic. It's almost as if I'm having this experience on a spiritual level, and I'm projecting it out and manifesting it on the earth into a physical level. But that physical level, like the word, is symbolic of who I am inside. It's hard to communicate this for me. I find it difficult to put into words all I've put together with this. I can tell you that it's life-changing when you start to pay attention and trust yourself on a soul level. That you start to understand that that inner knowing that you have is for real. It is more real than your intellect may be out here trying to understand the earth from or life on earth from the outside in. We're talking about backing up inside of ourselves to who I really am first and foremost, a spirit and having a body and tuning back into that spirit and learning to trust that. Very interesting that I see the world today where we are getting to where we can't trust anything outside of ourselves. We are being forced more and more to go within and trust ourselves. It's my opinion that I can't trust really the food that I'm getting anymore. I can't trust the air that I'm breathing. Look at the chemtrails flying above you. I don't know what's in the air. I can't trust the water that I'm drinking. I can't trust the news channels. I can't trust the government on some level to have my best interest in mind. They never come and ask me what I think would be a good idea. right? So the the less I can trust... Outside of myself, I really have very little option but to start going within myself and trusting my true self. I need to remain calm and become confident that on a level of the universe where all intelligence, wisdom, and understanding is available, that I can tap into that. In fact, I am tapped into that all the time if I would become aware of it. And that from that basis, I can direct my life with ease, staying relaxed, confident. As long as I keep looking outside of myself to other people, other ideas, to the news channels, to the, to the corporations of the world trying to tell me what's right for me, I will probably always be frustrated on some level or fearful. 
I would suggest that your greatest chance of inner peace, of living from a center for tranquility, is going within yourself and finding your authentic true self, connecting to your sensitivities and paying attention to the truth of you and your purpose, your inner knowing, your inner hearing. When we come back from this next break, we're going to talk a little bit about our clairaudient and our empathetic sensitivities. I'm going to give you some ideas about those and just go a little deeper into this need that we have to connect to our true selves. This is very important stuff. I hope I'm communicating to you how powerful this information is and how it is the key to you living a sense of relaxed enjoyment here on the earth. Back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. New Spiritual Horizons Online is an effective personal development program. A New Spiritual Horizons Online subscription is about discovering and refining your inner loyalty. By working with this program, you are making a personal investment to discover your true essence. Imagine the possibilities of having a spiritual lesson plan delivered to you each week in this program. Let this be the year you master energy. Just $85 for a one-year membership. Visit CenterForTranquility.com. New Spiritual Horizons Online is an effective personal development program. A New Spiritual Horizons Online subscription is about discovering and refining your inner loyalty. By working with this program, you are making a personal investment to discover your true essence. Imagine the possibilities of having a spiritual lesson plan delivered to you each week in this program. Let this be the year you master energy. Just $85 for a one-year membership. Visit CenterForTranquility.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. We are talking today about our spiritual or energetic sensitivity. There are very few people who I meet who have been aware of these sensitivities all their life. I would say it's under 25% of the people that I meet are actually aware of having the ability on some level to see, hear, know, and feel 
energetically that actually are solid with it and, and know that that's what's going on and they're working with it. I did not know that I had this until I was probably 40, 45 years old. I'm now 60. Um, and I'll tell you how I got here is I practiced. Once I found out about this, I started to practice all of these things. I've been having a very strange experience the past week. I've been traveling, as you may know, and uh, my clairvoyant part, that's my ability to see without eyes. My clairvoyant part has been doing something very, very weird, and uh, it's been it's been interesting. When someone says something to me, my clairvoyant part has been slowing down, my visionary part. And I've been aware of the pictures, almost like flipping through pictures, looking for the correct picture to match the words that I'm hearing. I'll give you an example. One of my friends has a daughter named Sophia. And what I noticed was every time that they would, she would say Sophia to me, I would get completely confused as to whether her name was Sophia or Sophie. And I kept saying, what is going on with that? Because it, <laughs> it kept coming up. And I was like, um, what, what, what? And what, I, what my guidance was showing me, or the experience I was having with this was, I would flip through pictures. And it was very slow and laid out for me so I could follow this. It's like time slowed down in, the, in my process because we get pictures very, very quickly. Our clairvoyant, our clairvoyant part picks up pictures and flips through pictures very fast. So they had slowed it all down. And what I was seeing was the first thing when I would hear that, I would get a picture, but it would actually be a picture of Sophie, the dog that used to live next door to us many years ago. And then the next picture would come up would be a Sophia, and it would be a unity minister that I had met several years ago. And then the next picture would come up would be my sister's uh, granddaughter, who was Sophie. And so I kept flipping through this until I would get to the young lady that we were referencing. And it was very interesting to watch. Now, I am primarily a clear audience with a strong clairvoyant second sensitivity. I remember this very same thing happening to me with that clear audience part. I used to ask my guidance for a, a keyword to give me information, and I would feel like I never got any answers. And so one day, the whole process slowed way down, and I realized that I was getting that word or that answer so quickly that I wasn't aware of the occurrence. And that my intellect, my overdeveloped intellect would kick in so fast behind it or over top of it, it would just override it basically about I can't get this oh my god I never get keywords right it would start so quick right on top of what I was getting that I would be into the muck before I'd ever received the information so I would suggest to you that you have all of these sensitivities that you might ask to slow that down and start to really pay attention 
so that you can see where you're experiencing this. And if you work with your guides, they can help you with this. They can slow down the process so you can observe it and practice it. Just like everything else in life, you want to be good at it. You might want to practice it. It's funny, the people that say, I'm just not any good at this, I'm not any good at that. Right, how did we learn anything in this physical realm was we practiced it. So our clairvoyant part sees pictures and sees things that aren't physically apparent. Your clairaudient and clairvoyant sensitivities We generally only use them when we're on the earth. We have no need for them when we don't have a physical body. They are essential sensitivities to manifesting into matter on the earth plane, into the third dimensional plane. As a spirit, returning back to the universe when we pass over or at night when we're regrouping, we actually don't even have a need for those we don't have to physically see or we don't have to see and we don't have to hear because our inner knowing, our inner sensitivity is so intense that we, we don't need these physical, uh, this is a physical plane. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain that. But anyway, what I'm telling you is your clear audience and your clairvoyance are only really relevant when you're on the third dimensional earth, this planet we call earth now. My clairvoyant part allows me to organize things in the physical realm and to see the process of, it's the picturing, and and it's essential to have a picture of something to manifest it into into matter. I kind of need to know what it's going to look like, how it might appear. So that part of me is very much a great organizer. And is attuned to balance and things that are visually pleasing. I need to match up that picture that is in my energetic understanding with the physical realm to translate. It's like a translator. A person strong in clairvoyance is also very empathetic. They can understand... And they can understand and sense what it's like to be in a situation or to have that experience. But they don't necessarily get involved in it in a truly balanced state. Now, on the other side of this, I'm going to say that all of our sensitivities, the four main ones that I'm talking about here, they have an imbalanced state and an out of balance state. Huh. What about that, right? So when it's working ideally, when it's working ideally for me, I would have an idea, I would get a picture of it, I would know what that would feel that would be, and then I would get a feeling, a feeling or a resonance with that thing. And at that point, I would have manifested it into the physical plane. That's kind of how we met. Now, depending then on your sensitivity order, how you do that would be some path like that. 
So there's essential things that each of us needs to manifest, to be active, to learn, to get something. If I'm not getting a picture and I'm strong and clear voyance, I may be confused. And also, I had a recent, another recent experience with this clairvoyant part was that me and another uh, person were working on some projects together. And my guidance said to me, you both have a strong picture of how this is going to unfold. You're both very solid in your picture. But I'm going to tell you, you don't have the same picture. So we can get these really strong impressions of how something would look. It's like the chair. I might be looking for a chrome chair for 19, from 1960, and that would be my picture of a kitchen chair, where this other person might be looking for that wooden chair that was uh, like a colonial picture or a ladder back or something. Our pictures can be so different that we couldn't actually work together on it without coming to some more clarity of what our pictures were. How would I see this appearing? How would I see this unfolding? So it's important to pay attention that even when you both have a picture, you and a group of people have a picture, that one of our conflicts can be is that we don't have the same picture. We have another sensitivity, and it's our empathetic sensitivity, our what you might call our feeling part. Maybe you've walked into a room, and the energy in that room was not pleasant, and immediately you didn't feel like you wanted to be in that place. You might sense it with people. I think all of us have that that old tried and true, how, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah, we can pick that up, that you're not fine, there's something off here. And so that's, that's our empathetic part that picks up the feelings or the vibrations of, of other people or other things, and they resonate through our body and through our energetic body, and we know what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Am I enjoying this? Am I not enjoying this? Is it stimulating something in me, pleasant or unpleasant? It's time to take a break again, and then we'll be back, and we'll be wrapping up this topic for today. We could talk about this forever. Anyway, let's take a break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take a giant step forward today to a life of tranquility and inner peace. Raise your confidence. Lower your stress. Live a life of tranquility through direct communication with divine beings. Tired of going it alone? Your angels, helpers, or spirit guides are waiting for you to ask for their help. Why struggle when it's so easy to communicate with angels? Experience a clear two-way communication with your spiritual helpers today. Visit CenterForTranquility.com. 
New Spiritual Horizons Online is an effective personal development program. A New Spiritual Horizons Online subscription is about discovering and refining your inner loyalty. By working with this program, you are making a personal investment to discover your true essence. Imagine the possibilities of having a spiritual lesson plan delivered to you each week in this program. Let this be the year you master energy. Just $85 for a one-year membership. Visit centerfortranquility.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. We are talking today about ESP, extrasensory perception. We are talking about psychic sensitivity. We are talking about gifts of the spirit. These are energetic, uh, ethereal, ethereal sensitivities, I'm going to say, in that they aren't the physical senses of touch, sight, um, hearing. These are the etheric ones that are happening all the time. I'm going to tell you, you have it. You got it. You got it in spades. You couldn't exist without it. Your spirit vibrates your energy and that this sensitivity is going on all the time. You're picking it up. In fact, you're picking it up so strongly that you believe sometimes that some of these things are you. And they aren't you. Especially, we're talking just at, uh, before the break a little bit about this empathetic gift, this feeling part of us in this sensitivity where we pick up feelings from other people all the time. We are so sensitive that standing next to someone who's hungry can make us hungry. We start to feel hungry. Wow, man, I'm starving. And my intellect can actually say, Oh, I just ate. How could I be hungry? And we can actually pick up the feelings of hunger in the person next to us. People strong in the empathetic gift can actually pick up physical symptoms of illnesses that they don't have. You can walk into a room and that part of you could develop a headache because someone in the room has a headache. That's a, that's a, wild idea there that you're picking this stuff up and on an on a bigger level let's say fears when in the united states we start as a country to be fearful of something i can become fearful in that energy i pick it up it's banging off the charts after certain events in our society And if enough people have thoughts or vibrations, sending out the vibration of fear, then it's flying around us. We're going to feel it. 
So the other side of this is when we aren't aware that all of this is going on out here on the ethereal plane and the energetic vibrational plane on the earth, then we think it's us and we don't really understand that we can create a buffer that our aura, my personal energy body, which extends from my physical body out of ways, that I can buffer or have the right to put boundaries on that just like I do in my physical life. People often ask me, can you see dead people? Yes, I can. Can I see angelic beings? Yes, I can. Then their second question, of course, is always, can you see them around me? The answer is yes, and the answer is no. If I were to open myself up and tune into that, yes, I can see them. The answer then is no, I do not walk around with that type of opening, energetic portal opening to seeing all the entities that are on the earth that don't have physical bodies. If you would consider, please, how tiresome that would be to constantly see all the energetic beings that all of us attract. I have five spiritual guides and sometimes I have even more working with me and I have angels, this is true of all of us, angels that are around me. And so if every person had between five and 15 angelic beings around them and I was seeing all those, I would just be exhausted at the end of the day. I don't want to see 15 times as many energetic beings because I'm seeing you. I, I don't want to see all this stuff. Now, if you ask me to tune in and to look at that and we sat down, I can do that very easily. And at times, that spontaneously happens to me. I'm telling you this because you are seeing, feeling, hearing, knowing, sensing these all the time. And without being aware of it, it can be exhausting. You're picking up all of this stuff from other people, from the earth consciousness, from the country consciousness. Even cities have an energetic vibra by vibrational sensitivity that you're picking up all the time and until you start to kind of pay attention and put some boundaries or some definition on that you can become exhausted and overwhelmed in your daily life so <clears throat> communicating with your spirit guides and be able to say hey i have this headache is this me no it's not you oh okay can help you to define what is truly you energetically and what is someone else. I have a daughter who is very, very, very tuned into me. I can be 2,000 miles away, become emotional, and that daughter will call me up and say, what are you doing? I was sitting at work. All of a sudden, I'm crying. I'm wondering what's going on. There's nothing around me in the physical realm that can explain it. And I said, must be mom. Well, whatever you're doing, mom, you need to stop it because I'm picking you up. It's banging into you all the time. 
it's just a good idea. It's a good idea. It's a life-saving technique to start to pay attention to what's true for you. More and more, we need to tune into our authentic self. We need to be aware of what is us and what is not us and how that affects us. The universe, they all, I believe, is conspiring at this time to make us more and more desiring to tune into our true selves and less living outside of ourselves. Learn to trust yourself. Learn to know what's true for you. This is very important. This is going to about close down our 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 day today. We're going to come to the end of this discussion, and uh, I really appreciate all of the comments and messages that everyone has been sending me through my website, centerfortranquility.com. If you'd like to contact me, I'd love to hear your comments. I'm thankful for all those comments that have been coming to me, and it had this has just been a, the most empowering personal experience hosting this this show and I want to thank you for everyone who backs that up in every way today I would suggest to you that you go out there and have some experiences if you want something to happen in your life if you're looking for something I suggest that the odds are a lot greater when you go out and participate in life and have an experience. And yes, there's a lot of pesky people out there. And, well, you know, their opportunity is to show you something about yourself. Life is happening all around us all the time, and it's reflecting back to us our state of consciousness. If you want to understand who you are, it's through our relationships that we discover ourselves. I will be speaking at the Edgar Casey Foundation in Virginia Beach this weekend. I'm excited about this. I will be at the Association for Research and Enlightenment, which is in Virginia Beach, Virginia, on Sunday afternoon. And I'm looking forward to all of the fabulous people. If you are in the area, I would love to talk to you and see you and meet you. It's life just keeps handing over greater opportunities every minute. Get involved with life. Check it out. Uh, check out my website. Check out, find me on Facebook. I'm Center for Tranquility on Facebook. I'm always interested in expanding my experiences. I meet the most amazing people and they teach me so much. Thank you for all of my relationships with each and every one of you. So today, we're going to sign off and see you next week. Thank you again for listening to Center for Tranquility. Be sure to join your host, Alma Phillips, again next Thursday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we speak again, we hope you find the power to harness your own energy in order to make a difference in our world. Oh, 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 oh,